I am Anansi, keeper of stories. Settle down while I stir the pot. Join me while I spin a tale. Welcome to Anansi Storytime. I'm your host, L.J. Denell. Today, we have a story about how Coyote, despite dogged determination, was left lupining for his friend's gifts. Our story is called Why Coyote Stopped Imitating His Friends, a Kado Tale. Our players are Max Baskin, Christian Gunberg, Thomas Sixton, and Andrew Whitby. Please enjoy. This story is brought to you by Izzyisms, Quilt Patterns and Designs, spreading fantasy and imagination through quilting. For more information on their elemental dragon patterns and more, go to izzyisms.com. That's I-Z-Z-Y-I-S-M-S dot com. Come, sit, listen. I once heard a story that started like this. Coyote and Raven were good friends. One day, after Coyote had grown weary of hunting for food and finding none, he decided to go to the top of Blue Mountain to see his friend Raven. Welcome. But why do you look so weary and sad, my friend? I have been hunting for food and have found nothing. It is just as well, then, that you have a friend such as me. With a wink and a nod, Raven put an arrow to his bow and shot it straight up into the air and then stood waiting for it to come down. Uh, were were you hoping to pull a cloud from the sky, old friend? Hush, my most impatient brother. When the arrow finally fell, it pierced straight through the raven's upper wing. Is your head as hollow as your bones? Or did you mean to catch yourself? Shut your mouth and open your eyes. When Raven threw the arrow out, it had a large piece of buffalo meat fixed to the head. Raven gave the meat to Coyote, who smacked his mouth and ate heartily. That was a fine piece of meat, and well caught. I must repay you sometime. Will you come and visit me soon? Yes, I will come, of course. Coyote, while fond of Raven, had more on his mind than just returned favors. He did not know that Raven possessed magic powers over the buffalo, and he believed that he could perform the same trick to obtain meat. In expectation of Raven's visit, he made himself a new bow. A few days later, Raven came down from Blue Mountain to see him. Welcome! Welcome! It's so nice to see a friend so unexpectedly. Hmm, yes. Unexpected indeed. I suppose as I came by wing that it was quite literally, out of the blue? Unfortunately, I don't have meat. Oh, out of the blue. (laughs) Very clever. As you did feed me, I have a promise to keep, and keep it I shall. Coyote took his new bow and shot an arrow straight up into the sky. He then stood, waiting for it to come down. Raven watched him, but said not a word. The arrow came down and struck Coyote's thigh. He ran away screaming with pain, leaving his guest behind. Hmm, it has been a few hours. Perhaps I should expect my friend to feed me another day. (laughs) Poor coyote. I suppose he imagined flapping his paws would carry him over the ocean, too. (laughs) Till next time, my friend. As for coyote, he ran for miles until he finally had the sense to stop and pull the arrow out of his thigh. He sat and broke the offending arrow into little pieces, feeling sorry for himself. Stupid arrow. Stupid raven. I was just trying to be a good host. I can't believe I thought that would work anyway. After a time, he grew hungry. And when he could find nothing to eat, 
he decided to go up on Rich Mountain and visit Brown Bear. I've had quite an unfortunate day and no food to comfort my stomach or spirit. Well, I have a very simple solution to the latter problem. As he spoke, he leaned against a persimmon tree that was weighted down with ripe persimmons. His body jarred the tree so that the ripe fruit fell to the ground. There now, even you could not eat all of these. And not a sour one in the bunch, I promise you. Coyote ate persimmons until he was no longer hungry, and then he filled his pack with them. Thank you indeed, my friend. I must be going now, but I insist that you promise to visit me soon. Count on it. The next day, Coyote wandered all about looking for a persimmon tree. This is ludicrous. How is there not one tree out here with persimmons on it when bears was practically bursting? Meat and fruit just fall from the sky for bears and crows, I suppose. As for coyotes, we must improvise. And so, thinking himself terribly clever, Coyote cut down a persimmon tree without fruit. He carried it home where he set it up. Not long after that, Brown Bear came by to make his promised visit. I hope it's okay that I stopped by so soon after our last visit. I'm glad to see you, Bear. Wait a moment, and I'll try to get you something to eat. Coyote began bumping the persimmon tree with his head. He butted harder and harder, but the persimmons were tied on so well they would not fall off. Oh dear, this is embarrassing. I suppose we can't all be big and strong like you, huh? That's okay. I'll just grab it here. That's where you get the most leverage. And give it a good. Shake. With one final shake, the tree came toppling over onto Coyote's poor head. My word. That tree just landed square on your noggin. Did it? No. Trick of the light, I'm sure. You have a big knot on your head. Do I? Well, I'm sure it just grazed me then. Anyway, here are your persimmons. I hope they're to your liking. I'm just going to close my eyes and listen to you enjoy them. Coyote closed his eyes as the pain overwhelmed him and the knot on his head grew bigger and bigger. Bear felt bad for his friend, but was relieved that Coyote's eyes were closed so that he could not see Bear's shoulders shaking with laughter. Just the memory of Coyote trying to imitate Bear was enough to set the bear laughing again, and he quickly excused himself so that his poor, luckless friend would not be embarrassed further. Oh, poor, poor head. At least this time, I was actually able to feed my friend, though. That's something. A few days later, while Coyote was out in the forest looking for something to eat, he came upon a grass lodge that he had never seen before. Surely someone who lives in such a handsome home could use a friend to share their space and food with. Hello in there! I'm Coyote! And I am a woodpecker! Come on in! Coyote entered and saw a red-headed bird walking around with a bright light on his head. Say friend, your head is on fire! You and your house will burn down if you don't put it out. Oh, don't worry about that. I've always worn this light on my head. It was given to me in the beginning. It won't burn anything. Would you like to break bread with me? Oh, if you insist. 
That was delicious. Thank you. I've got to go. But please, stop by as soon as you'd like. I'm quite fond of being a host and want to return your hospitality. Of course. A few days later, Woodpecker decided it was time to visit his new friend, Coyote. And, of course, Coyote was prepared for his visit. Is anybody home? Just a moment! Come in and be seated! It's good to hear from you! Your home has such a lovely door! I was surprised that... Well, my goodness! Your straw hat has caught fire! Oh, it's not a hat, my friend, but a light I wear upon my head. Oh, please take it off. You will burn your head. No, no. It won't burn my head. I always wear it. I was told in the beginning that I would wear a light on my head at night so that I can do whatever I like while others are in darkness. It's a little teeny tiny bit warm, though. Coyote had barely finished speaking when the hair on his head caught fire. (laughs) He began to scream in pain and tried to put it out, but could not. He ran out of his lodge, howling all the way to the river. Woodpecker waited a long time for him to return, but Coyote stayed in the river all day, trying to soothe his burned head. After that, Coyote stopped trying to imitate his friends. I hope you enjoyed the tale. When you return, perhaps I will tell you another. This episode is brought to you by DC-based rock band Since Antarctica. Rocking out with thought-provoking song structure and high-energy performance to create a truly unique experience. For information, tour dates, and music, head to SinceAntarctica.com. The tale of Why Coyote Stopped Imitating His Friends was reinterpreted by L.J. Donnell. For more information on Anansi Storytime, visit us at spiderstorytime.com. Follow us on Twitter at Anansi Storytime and like us on Facebook at Anansi Storytime. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.